Welcome back to Season Sessions, where we'll be taking you through all the Black stories you might have missed this week. So you're joined with your hosts, Ada and Aichi. And me, Hanifa Rahman. And this week, we've gone international because Ada is in Germany. Yes, I am currently in Berlin, so... I was going to say maybe I'll start sounding different. Last week I was in Manchester, so I might have sounded a bit more Northern, but I don't think I'm sounding like German today, so I don't know what difference it's made. It's really hot here, though. How many degrees? Um, It's about 30 summit today. It's like, it's been warm, really warm. Like, it's actually uncomfortable, some may say. Oh, no, that's like perfect holiday, vacation weather. Nah, man. I think that's fine if you're, like, at the beach. But I'm not at the beach. Like, Berlin's, like, city, city. So it's, like, when it's too hot in London, it's, like, keep it. Yeah, the city starts stinking. And then it's, like, you just get so aggy and there's people around. Oh, my God. I had to, obviously, wear my face mask, you know, health and that, on the S-Ban. No, that's a lie. It's not called an S-Ban. But whatever the tube is in Berlin... And I was sweating so much, like, you know, the mask area. And mm. it's just messing up my skin. Like, my skin is looking higgedy because of the heat and the mask. And it's not, it's like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> That's the thing. Do you know what I wonder as well? Like, you know, if you're wearing a mask yeah. and you get the sun on you. Yeah. Oh, what, what happens with the tan line? Because I don't want like a... It's like a reverse Homer Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess, like, no one's wearing the mask like that outside to get some a tan pe- line. Some people reckon? might be. I guess, but if you're just using it, if you're meant to just use it for, like, public transport um, and, like, shops, then you shouldn't be getting, like, heat like that. It's just hot, but you wouldn't be getting, mm. like, direct sunlight, I guess. That's true. Anyway... This week, we're going to be talking about a family in Colorado who were held at gunpoint by police, the BBC saying the N-word again, and more. But first, we have to talk about something. Black is king. Yes. Black is king. Um, I don't even know where to start, Beyonce, obviously. It was sens- it was sensational. It was fantastic. It mm. was everything and more. It was like... In the best way possible, like an attack on the senses. Like it was yeah. just a visual um, menagerie. I don't know, I'm a fan of the big words today, but it was just like, <laughs> woo, a lot, like, so much. Everyone looks so yeah. good. I don't know what filter Beyonce has started to use because even in her, like, you know, when she's been doing those at home little speeches and all that kind of mm. stuff, Beyonce's been using a new filter and she needs to drop that because she looks so good like when it started i was like i've never seen beyonce look this good yeah, in my, yeah. ever she's transcended she looks Unreal. yeah and then kelly oh my <sighs> god <laughs> kelly so, you know when they hugged at the getting kelly's cheeks were i all felt smooth. it in my like, soul that was like yeah. oh my sisters um yeah kelly also has never looked this good and the whole time that i've been admiring kelly um, I think it's just like we need to give Kelly a props. Like she's, I don't know. I don't want to compare two black women, but she's really up there these days. Yeah, Kelly's sick. And but, also yeah. blue. So blue looked great as well. Um, yeah, there were times. There was times. I think I can't remember what what song it was, but I w- like it went between blue and Beyonce. And yeah. there were times where I was like, "Is that blue or is that Beyonce?" Like for like a split second. 
Well, yeah, because look, I will, I will never forgive the trolls that try to make it seem like Blue was ugly. Like, firstly, you should you shouldn't be calling kids ugly up and down. Like, these are still children. Mm-hmm. But like, Blue looks exactly like Beyonce did at that age. Like, they look the exact same. So when Blue in how old is she? In ten years, when Blue comes out full Beyonce, like, and she's walking all like, I hope she acts everyone that ever try to insinuate that she wasn't attractive because what she doesn't have eurocentric features because she's got a not like a black nose like you guys wanted to drag her to filth it's like newsflash black child looks black like what right? do you want like what I, what is it that you expected <laughs> like but, I don't know what, what did you think was gonna come out yeah it's it, that was honestly ridiculous but this what i loved about black is king is that Obviously, like, the main attraction is, like, Beyonce, Blue, but everybody was shining from, like, all the, you know... <coughs> Sorry. From the children in, like, the, the village. Just everything was just mm-hmm. so good. And also the the Moses basket bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. my favourite. I don't know what my favourite bit was. I think it was the second I saw Kelly, actually. The brown skin girl. And also I did like that they um, featured a dark skin Indian person. Yeah, I really like mm-hmm. that. Which I guess, like, it wasn't like a big feature. It was just like a very quick thing. But No, it, there were say, quite like, a few. Oh, I thought I only saw one. I saw about, no, I saw about three. It was, it was mel- melded. Is that what? It was, it, they were slotted in there. Oh, okay. But yeah. it wasn't like a lot. But it was also like, I kind of like, obviously the song was made about dark skin black women but it was like a tease to be like but this can also you know it's one of those if the shoe fits you wear it as well well it's like dark dark skinned women of all ethnicities have mistreatment like in mm-hmm. if you go to like obviously this isn't the topic of the podcast but like in asia like bleaching creams very popular and yeah. endorsed yeah like that's a lot of representation in brown skin girl on Black is King mm-hmm. for like Asian women, which I've not seen really often. So yeah, props to Beyonce for doing it and like just hiring such amazing people. I want to know when they did it, like because you know COVID and that. So I'm just like, when did this happen? Because I'm I'm quite convinced that some of this was done while we were in Ghana when the rumors that. And there was rumours flying around that Beyonce was in Ghana over last Christmas. And then when we obviously bumped into good old Tina, she must have uh, been, there. She yeah. must have been there filming this. Every holiday is a work trip, you know? <laughs> Tina was there in Ghana, but she was working. Yeah, That was her day off when we saw her. <laughs> um, for context, Ada and I went to Ghana oh, between... Christmas and New Year last uh, oh, 2019. Yeah. And For we the year ran. Yes. And we happened to run into Tina Knowles, Miss Tina. Oh, she's Miss awesome Tina, now. Tina. Um, on a tour around around the city. It, yeah. It, it was like on a tour, on a bus. And we're like, wait, is that Tina Knowles? <laughs> <laughs> I still regret not getting a picture with her. Like, that's well, the closest, I, closest thing I, I should have got to Beyonce. <laughs> I have a faraway picture of like a selfie of us in the background. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, should we get into the actual news stories? Yeah, go stream Black is King. We're not 
getting um, sponsored or promoted for any of this, but you know, it's a good, it's a good watch, so go watch it if you've got Disney+. Plus. Um, but on to the news. Um, first up, a black family in Colorado were held at gunpoint by police who thought they were in a stolen car. So, Brittany Gilliam was with her daughter, sister and two nieces, and they went to get their nails done, but the salon they went to was closed, so they were sat in the car, and then suddenly a bunch of officers pull up and have them get out of the car, got onto the ground and handcuffed because they believed that they were inside a stolen car. Yeah, and I think, like, um, I watched... Did you watch the video? Yeah, unfortunately. You know, because I always have to watch these videos to really grasp the... get the gravitas of the situation. But the kids that she was with were 6, 12, 17 and 14, and they had these young girls face down on the hot, hot sun floor concrete it looked hot i could see the heat on the camera so it must have been hot with guns pulled like tell me what in what situation do you need to have guns pulled out on a six-year-old a 12-year-old a 14-year-old and a 17-year-old exactly but the worst thing is is they said that the number plate and the the description of the vehicle matched uh one that was reported missing which they said that so no 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 it came out later the number plate was actually for a motorcycle that had the same number plate, but was in a different state, registered to a different state. But like, how do you look at a whole big car and be like, yeah, motorbike? It's wrong vehicle, wrong type of vehicle, wrong state. Well, no, I think the car, the motorbike, I don't know where the motorbike was, but basically it's a case of mistaken identity and jumping to the, to the most extreme of conclusions. Well, yeah. And, yeah, in the process, like, traumatising these young people who are just trying to go get their nails done. Yeah, literally, like, how would you... There's a six-year-old face down on the floor. Even if, even if it was a stolen car, what... Tell me how these kids were involved. Would you not just arrest the mum? Like That's the, true. You would just arrest the mum, but you've... I don't understand. It's just so shocking that this kind of stuff keeps happening. Do you know what, sadly, like, I'm not shocked. And also, did you know, this is the same um, department that were involved in the death of Elijah Elijah McClain. So I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm so, so glad that the person who filmed it filmed it. Yeah. And I think that's what, like, this is the thing, this is what we need. We need people to to stand by, like, the the guy who did it, I don't know anything about him, but he just filmed what he saw. Mm -hmm. And let me see it. And... The, the children are receiving counselling now at the mm. cost of the city. But then it's just like, if you don't want, if you don't want this, this cycle to continue, stop traumatising children so long. Because if I was held at gunpoint by the police at six mm-hmm. for two hours, yeah. I'm not going to be like, oh yeah, the police are here to protect me. Like, no. No. And then you wonder why black people don't trust the police. You've literally never done... You haven't done anything to make us, to make us believe that we should put put our lives in your hands to protect us. It's always the opposite way around. Like, it just seems like you're out here, you're out here to harass us, to question us for no reason, to mistreat us, to traumatise us, and then, in a lot of cases, just just to kill us. Because that's where this could have easily swung to. to tell me why your guns are drawn. Does, Honestly. Does it, why, do you just draw guns for, like, anybody? Like, sh- surely you need to see harm before you pull out some guns. But... Right? If they were all sat in the car, 
There's like, five Honestly, officers. what are they what are they gonna do? What's a bunch of children and a mum gonna do that you need to be pointing your right. gun at their heads? Did they run? No. Like it doesn't seem like anything happened. But this is you can you can like in the video you can visibly hear them crying. They sound so distressed. Yeah, it's like it's like, quite distressing to watch. But it's like it's very easy to be like, oh, just comply, just listen. But the 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 scary thing is, is we know that people die at the hands of police all the time. And then if you're in that situation, you're probably thinking like, shit, is it going to be me next? Mm. And then you're six as well. You can't even comprehend. Yeah. Awful. But they did say that they're obviously in, in true fashion. They're going to look at the process of how they just deal with fund, scenarios like these. The just to fund the police. Like, we're wow. tired of you guys looking into the processes. You've been looking into the processes from day. And why is yeah. that done? Where has it got us? Absolutely nowhere. The process nowhere. doesn't work. Throw the whole thing away. Like, yeah. sometimes you can, you can polish, what's the phrase? You can polish a turd. But, but it's still there's only so yeah <laughs> like so things need to be fixed quickly it? it's a, a gold plated shit is still a piece of shit yeah anyway enough of this shit talk <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so moving on to the next story the bbc has said the n-word again so lucy walsey I think mm-hmm. I've got that word. Worsley. Worsley um, used the N-word when she was doing American History's Biggest Fibs. Um, I watched a video. It just seemed a bit... With the first time that the BBC did it, there was no face to the to the outright, you know, slur. But this mm. one, it just... I don't know. It just seems so weird. It's like she locks eyes and she's like... Yeah. Well, the thing is, is it was actually originally shown in 2019, but it was repeated on Saturday. Mm-hmm. But it's just odd because I was, I saw the little clip that was circulating on Twitter and it's like a 10 second clip and she's just like, and he said, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. I need some context. So I did a little bit of digging and she's talking about the a guy called John Wilkes Booth and he's the guy who assassinated Lincoln. Yeah. So it's an excerpt from him saying basically saying Lincoln is out of order for trying to make um black people have the vote right I I I think I don't understand like why she said it because I understand the whole argument of like this is history this happened but we can understand the the gravitas of what he wrote without her saying Saying it like if, if it was bleeped or just n word like you 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 get the gist. You know, you know what, what it was reminds going on. me of. It's like you know in school when um, teachers get a bit too gassed when <gasps> it's coming. It's like that time of the year when it's like some Lord of the Flies or you're doing slave trade mm. in history, and you can see the teachers like, "Ha ha, I'm gonna say this word today." And then when they say it, they like lock eyes with. Well, I was like. What? want the only black kid in the class so they would lock eyes with me when they would say it to be like i've been wanting to say this to you for a long time but today i get to see it, say it with a free pass and they're super happy to do it that's the kind of vibes i i get from this it's honestly same energy like i think it was i, I was like working at a school and i think they were doing of mice and men and or was it uh to kill a mockaboo anyway the n-word is in mm-hmm. it a lot yeah and it's like 
Oh, in the school I was in, there's like one black kid, and then it's like N word, flash, <laughs> N word again, and it's like you can, you know, you can like obviously, this is history, but if you're gonna, I don't think it's fair to make people uncomfortable just for no. the sake of this is history. Like you can still, we don't need to have that shock value, especially like they have, they they have had complaints. They got nearly three hundred complaints last week. Yeah, for that that first one, it's like. Stop making people uncomfortable. Bleep it out, man. But she, in in Lucy's fairness, this made me laugh so much, Ada. What? The tweet that, that um, they tweeted her saying, at Lucy underscore Wesley, you're a cow for saying the N word on national television. It's like... No, but I, I also like that. I lo- wait, I like that. Wait, it says you're a cow for saying the N word on national television. I hope you never get to say it again. And then she just says, you're right. Like, is she right that you're a cow? Or is she right right that it was unacceptable? She just says, you're right. It was was acceptable and I apologise. So, like, are you just taking... Are you admitting yourself that you are a cow? I don't know. I I love saying... I love people calling each other a cow. Like, calling somebody a cow is, like, like, probably the most British insult. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, I, it's way. I don't know. I I don't agree with any hate, but like, bring back cow, man. Like, you're <laughs> such a cow. <laughs> oh yeah, don't don't ever don't like tweet people that. But I'm I'm glad. I don't know. Her apology is a bit odd, but I'm glad that it was addressed because I don't think it was done um, in with like uh, bad intent. But it's disappointing because I I like like watching her documentaries and it's just a bit like oh, I didn't see it? that. Yeah, I've literally I never heard of her until she was outed for saying this word. No, I I watch her I watch her shows. I didn't see this one, but if I was watching that and that popped up, I would be kind of like affronted, like and shocked. Yeah, it's like a slap in the face. It's like when when they did it the first time. It's like, I don't, you almost pause a bit. You know, you're like, oh, these people really did this. Yeah, because it's kind of like, of I don't know, it seems like of the assumption that it's like you've not considered that you have black viewers who might be upset by this. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's not, it's, it's not, um, it's not fun and games. Like it's, it could be triggering for people. And so if you're just assuming that they might not be watching this or like, black people are watching documentaries reading the news so like it it goes for any kind of person like don't use slurs that have been used to degrade yeah i guess like you said so a lot of content that is made is white facing Mm -hmm. and yeah you haven't made it with the intention that any other type of person will be watching this so you didn't try to factor their feelings Mm. in mind and you just thought well White people won't complain about this, which they obviously didn't because it came out in t- it came out a while ago. And nobody said anything. Now that is touched black circles, they're like, oh, okay. Mm. Well, no, the well, she's that's I think good on her for addressing it because that other lady, I don't think we heard much from her because we don't know who said it. Yeah, we do. I found no. it. Yeah. Who the original the original lady that said it? Yeah. Oh, I never knew who said it because there was no face to it. So who am I going to be tweeting? Oh, no, she tweeted. She tweeted stuff. But um, I just think 
everything should be done in like just everything doesn't have to be shock value but i don't even think she was doing this was happened for shock value it was just like a thoughtless thing yeah but, but there's yeah. a lot of thoughtless things that happen that hurt people so like i don't know come on bbc man we don't want to have to talk about you next week stop right. being mad <laughs> <laughs> up your qc game or something like who's checking who's checking these clips and that right all it tells me is there probably wasn't a black person in the editing room. Well, there probably the wasn't BBC. a black person logging, doing mm. any any kind of thing. Because BBC, you go through levels, and so no one thought to be like, hmm, this might upset some of our viewers. Yeah. Come on, That's BBC. That's why you need to hire black people. Hire black also, people, and this won't happen. Yes, because BBC is funded by, what, licensed, we all pay that. Exactly. If the so, BBC want on. me to continue to pay my TV license, they better pattern up. I'm here paying you money to disrespect me on air. Right. Imagine, I'm paying somebody to disrespect me. Yeah. I don't know what I'm paying TV license for. <laughs> Come on, get it together. Uh, moving on to another story of similar vein, another apology. Zoe Saldana has apologised for playing Nina Simone. So you probably remember, when was it? 2012? Yeah, it was a bit ago. It was a while ago. She played Nina Simone in a biopic and it was notable because she was in makeup that made her skin a lot darker and had prosthetics on. And it should be noted, the film got 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. And Nina Simone's daughter, on the official Nina Simone fan page, wrote, I love Zoe Saldana, we all love Zoe, but not every project is for everybody, and I know what my mother would think, I just don't get it. And this but, was, yeah. she wrote that before the film came out. So before they even saw the mess that happened, they were already against it. Well, yeah, so... Now Zoe has said, I should have never played Nina. So many people at the time, I remember at the time, so many people were like, um, I, like, yeah, we love you, Zoe, but like, don't, this isn't for you. Yeah. So. Um, I think she can eat her apology, to be honest. She can take, she, nobody, I don't care. I think that was a whole, I've seen Zoe act and that seems to be highly acted to me. Like, I don't know why, why didn't you speak on it at the time? It's weird to me that it's, that you as a black woman um, have now, ha I don't know, you, you're moving a bit white and you're realising your wrongdoings in the, during the BLM movement, like a lot of white people are doing. Mm. Like her, when I saw the apology, I was like, this is what I expect like a white actress to do, to be honest. It wasn't even, there wasn't anything like, she wasn't even saying it like as a black woman, but I know that um, she said some other things in the past, but it wasn't, it wasn't like she recognized her issues as a black woman. She was just like, oh, in this time, I should just probably just apologize for this time I did blackface. You know, like people can still do blackface mm. if you're a person of color, you don't have to just be white. <laughs> well, yeah, she was like, I thought back then that I had permission to play her because I was a black woman. I think it's just a perfect example of um, colorism and how people can choose to benefit from that when it suits them. But now, obviously, it's not its not the done thing. It's not seen as fashionable. So she's retroactively being like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done that. But, like, 
I'm sure I, I, I'm willing to go out on a limb and be like, I'm sure somebody told her, like, babe, you're not Nina Simone. Like, there is, there are probably better actors to can portray and honour her in a way that her family would have appreciated it. Oh, yeah, because, like, when you do biopics, like, don't they... I always feel, don't they, like, clue in the families and try and give them, like, some, I don't know, some kind of say in it? Or is that, am I just imagining that? I just thought that they would do that. I, yeah, I would think so too, but I don't know what happened here. And it's such a shame because I've not seen this. I don't know what happened in the film. I want to, I'd like to know more about Nina Simone, but I'm not watching that. I'm not watching this crap. Like, this is ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like, even the picture, the picture is so stupid. Like, did she really put that makeup on? And she was like, yeah, this is correct. Like, are you, are you dumb? Like, what is this? It doesn't make any, like, that's why the apology is such a wash to me. Like, this is such a wash. I don't believe her at all. I think she Mm. just feels like she has to do this because of this time. Because when she was apologizing, she, she started crying. She was like, I love Nina's music. Do you know, that's like, you know, that's like when white people are like, I can't be racist. Like, I listen to Drake all the time. Like, oh, I'm like, I loved her music. It's like, no, that's your, I don't even think you really understand what you've done. You first, you took a role from a dark skinned woman that could have bodied the role. There's so many dark skinned actresses that would have bodied this role. You've stripped, nobody's going to do a Nina film anytime soon because you've now tainted the biopic name so now nobody's done it since you've wasted so much money because i'm sure it didn't cost it wasn't cheap to make this film so you've also wasted a shit ton of money you've pissed off the family you pissed off the whole black community and now you want to be crying like oh my god i love her music like get no what you want about this is the thing like i love nina simone's music but if someone asked me to play her i'd be like sorry i can't do that right but it's like julia the- roberts like i just really love <laughs> her music so i thought i could play her it's like yeah. I love Cher. You are coming to me <laughs> playing Cher in a biopic. Could you imagine? What kind of stupid behaviour? I just think the worst part for me is that Nina Simone's estate tweeted when it came out, keep, take Nina's name out of your mouth for the rest of your life. Gut-wrenching, <laughs> heartbreaking, nauseating, soul-crushing. You, she would have seen that, but she's waited for four years or whatever, how many years, to now, to now apologise? It's so like if you keep her name out of your mouth. <laughs> that is so It's like funny. first of all, and she's not even listening to their to their advice because she's here again talking about it. <laughs> I just so think it's true. It's so disrespectful true. and it's like oh, on, honestly, I know that the obviously she's not the only person. It's the people who made the film for casting her, but I think they obviously wanted a big name, and at the time Zoe was such a big name, but Nina Simone is a bigger name. Like, they should have, they could have gotten anyone because oh. Nina Simone carries a bit. They should have trusted that Nina Simone is a big enough name for them to try and get another big name to... Yeah, but also, like, yeah, Zoe Zaldana was, like, hot shit men-ish. It wasn't, like, her peak time, but... Okay. But there obviously wasn't any black people involved making this film because they should have known not to cast her at all. But also, you're playing a singer. What happened? I swear, what happened to casting singers to play singers? I don't know. Is it? I, I honestly, I, I don't know. I haven't about watched the, the actual film. film. I haven't think? watched the film at all, at all, at all. But no. like with Ray and Dreamgirls and all that kind of stuff, you mm. cast people that can sing. I don't really know that much about 
Zoe, but I have a feeling that she can't sing or is there no singing in this film? Sorry, I don't know, but I've just, you know, when you read and you're, and you're um, learning you're, more. Yeah, you're learning more. You're talking <laughs> yeah. like, there's real madness in this. <laughs> in 2013, she said, let me tell you, if, if Elizabeth Taylor can be Cleopatra, I can be Nina. Sorry, what? Did anybody Are you agree? okay? But also, if you, do you know, yeah, because this is like, oh, she's, she's now, because like, she said things like, I'm a black woman raising a black man mm. and all this kind of yada, 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 yeah. Twitter, whatever, speech kind of thing. But like, she obviously isn't really clued in on the issues within the communities. Like, you can also, and nobody can strip you from your blackness, but you can't, mm. don't speak like yeah. that if you don't really know what's going on with whoever said that elizabeth taylor playing cleopatra was okay but that's because sorry, if i think if you actually not... talk to people people were pissed about it people but were annoyed also, that that even happened when was that though that was like what 19 something that was like that the was... times when that shit happened when there yeah. was like people doing blackface <laughs> there was you know there was people doing all the different races they weren't casting black people that was a time when they weren't casting those people but now we have we can cast every Tom, Dick and Harry to be in a film and you want to take a role from... Like, she didn't need to do this film. She was she was making money. She had she has Marvel money. She didn't have to do yeah. this film. <laughs> I, I just think, at the end of the day, the whole thing is completely disrespectful to Nina Simone's family who exists today, yeah. her daughter, who if, if she was really a fan of Nina, she would have... And she did the film and then she heard that tweet and she saw what Nina's daughter wrote she should have apologized back then and said okay it was a lapse of judgment not it doesn't matter about the backlash mm-hmm. i will honor and respect my black community like no if if nina simone's daughter her offspring is saying nah this isn't it this yeah, isn't it exactly that's not a way to pay homage or well, i don't have to say that word but you know i think it's homage is it not homage 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 <laughs> that's another word that I, I see written down that we I write all the time nobody says it I think it's homage right homage homage <laughs> Jesus I'm just like who should have like who should have played Nina Simone I think sorry just Nina Simone is a big enough um, name that they, they could have gotten somebody who we don't know a name that we don't know. This is the thing, what happens. It's a cycle of, oh, we don't have a big enough star to play this role. Mm-hmm. And then, but it's because you never cast a, somebody in an original role. If yeah. somebody was cast in as Nina Simone back in 2010, there would have been a big, they would probably be a big star now. Because yeah. if it was casted appropriately, probably people would have wanted to see the film and it would have done better than the 2% it got. They should have just cast it right. I'm gonna go quite left field with this. Right. But you know who they should have casted? Yeah. Fantasia. Oh, throwback. Because <laughs> you know why? Because I still feel like Fantasia doesn't get the credit she deserves for that voice. <laughs> and somebody that I feel like could really give and then you could turn it into a musical film because I don't but I don't know why you're making films about musicians without the music in it. It doesn't really work with me. You're going to have to do all the songs, right? Fantasia would really, like, rock it. And you know, like, Nina, like, has, like, a really big mouth and, like, quite a, like, a wide nose. And, you know, we all know Fantasia has the biggest mouth in America. So, like, I think if anybody wants to steal my idea, like how Disney stole my idea from Maleficent, oh you've heard it here first. <laughs> That's what I mean. um, You said Maleficent, Rob. 
<laughs> I said, was it Maleficent? Maleficent. I can't speak to May, her anyway. You, you can't. You can't claim anyway. it's your idea. And you don't even know the lady. Because name. I didn't name. I didn't name the film. I remember tweeting Angelina Jolie would be the perfect person to play Sleeping Beauty's mum and doing all that witch thing. And then, and then a couple of years later, what do I see? That exact thing. So if any, I don't have money. So if anybody wants to steal my idea again and cast Fantasia to play Nina Simone, well, you heard it here first. Yeah, I would watch. <laughs> I haven't thought about Fantasia in a while, so why not? I think about her like at least maybe once a month. But you know when it's one of those like not a casual thought. I've gone like I'm now deep. I'm going deep. I'm like really catching up on. Yeah. What have I missed about Fantasia? <laughs> no, sometimes like obviously pre-pandemic. I'd see a lady in like Dalston with her hair and think, oh, Fantasia hair. <laughs> you know that hairdo. Yeah, Fantasia yeah. has that typical. It's like it's like black mum, not exactly young anymore, but not old and old right mm. now. She the hip the hip black mum, short yeah. cut, quifting. She's got that hot comb. Yeah, that, that small that small hot comb trying to get those curves in. Yeah, yeah. those hairstyles are a mess to keep up as well. Like you have to get. Yeah, short hair is harder to keep up with than long hair because I did also get a shortcut once. You had the Fantasia. I didn't have the Fantasia Fantasia. Actually, you know what happened, actually? Sorry, I'm going to have to get into this. What was that um, Beyonce music video where she had a bob? Like, it was like, um, I want to say like a Diana Ross kind of bobby look. Countdown, but it's like... Yes. So I go to the salon and go, I want this. And I don't know what happened, but they, I heard a razor turn on and I was like, wait, what's happening? And I don't know what happened, but then she cut like a lot of my hair off. So I kind of had like, remember when loads of people were getting the Frankie cut? Oh, Frankie Saturdays. Saturdays. Yeah. Yeah, So then she kind of gave me a Frankie cut and I was like, I didn't know whether to cry or be angry, but I was just like, um, I asked for Beyonce. <laughs> That's... And I think you completely... Like, it's not even close. It wasn't even close to be like, you've actually completely ignored what I said and you've given me a Frankie from the Saturday's haircut like all these other white girls running around. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you did that to yourself. Because that Beyonce, that Beyonce hairstyle is quite obviously a wig. Like, Yeah, I know it's a wig, but like, if I... As in, like, I I told myself, because this was, like, not straight after Countdown. It was, like, a bit after, because I was, like, I have to grow my hair out to get to this length. And then I need it to be cut like this. So I, like, spent time. I must have spent six months. I mean, like, I need to grow my hair out for this length. Only to go to the hairdressers. (laughs) And then they they cut it all off. I was, like, am I, what's going on here? Like, am I a mug? But, yeah. um, I don't even know how I got into this. I'm... How did we even get here? I don't know. But as the estate of Nina Simone would say, not everything is for everyone. (laughs) And you learned that the hard way. (laughs) Oh my God, right. Um, Moving on. Moving on in the vein of black people being pissed off. Sky News tweeted, a young offender has been convicted of murder after he stabbed another teenager to death at a knife awareness course. And the picture they tweeted with the with the tweet was of the person that was stabbed to usually when the crime was committed you tweet the picture of the person that committed the crime 
who mm. is a white man, but for some reason Sky decided to tweet the picture of the black boy that was stabbed to death. Well, it's just completely misleading because I would understand if the tweet was um, a, a guy has been stabbed, but it wasn't mm-hmm. about the victim, it was about the perpetrator. So exactly. So why would that you tweet That was completely him? misleading. Yeah, and 100%. what I think is so sneaky is that they changed... You know when you embed a link into yeah. a tweet? They changed the thumbnail. So yeah. now the actual guy who did the murder is in there, but they didn't address it. And there's not even, like, I haven't seen much on it, but in the replies, people are replying. But it's so interesting because the responses from August the 3rd are like, bring back the death penalty. Since they've changed it, it's a, the responses are a little bit different. Oh, uh, because, yeah, because the thing is, they know, yeah. they know that people don't read. Like, you know that, <laughs> that's true. the thing. Like, you on Twitter, people don't read. All they want is the headline and the video, or the headline and the picture. So you putting this with the headline and a, the picture of a black the black boy that is now dead, people don't read. We're not smart anymore. So now people think that this, now people are honestly put putting towards hate to this black boy when it should have been the white boy that, that killed him. You're, like, well, directing this- the narrative to, like, you know, your your twisted views and you know what you've done. You, I, I think we deserve an apology, to be honest. I think the family, the guy, the boy's family deserves an apology. Mm-hmm. They need to do uh, issue a statement because, sorry, the first, well, that's not the first rule. A rule of journalism is like, don't mislead people, man. You're trying to spread the news and a thumbnail should reflect the headline. Lesson two in journalism. Lesson like, if two. I know this, <laughs> I don't want to say lesson one because that's obviously another lesson. <laughs> but, like, if I know this, Sky News should know this. And it's honestly really disappointing because I was, like, like why why would you do this, man? It's, and it's just leading the narrative of black youth being the face of knife, knife crime. Yeah. But I don't even think, I don't know why they, they've, they've, what they have done is they've taken away from the issue of it being this is an, an issue with young people. They've made it a whole thing of we're focusing on, again, the error that they made mm-hmm. and not the issue of a guy has died. Yeah. And we don't know any of the details of why they were at the course, but that's like a guy has died and another guy is in prison for murder. Yeah. And it's like these are both two young people, two lives gone. Mm-hmm. But no, we're looking at, oh, you, you tried to do outrage. That's where. Black outrage. Black outrage gets you your views and now you have your views and I hope you're all happy with yourselves. Now you just have a whole lot of pissed off black people for absolutely no reason. It's just getting like so exhausting. I'm just... It's every day. Like every day. It's just it's just trying to divide people more. Mm. Because nobody, black, white, whatever, thinks knife crime is good. Yeah. But you're just... Let's, let's focus on that. Stopping knife crime. Not oh, well, it's, this is, it's a black teen, it's a mm. white teen. Like, no. Come on, Sky. Don't, don't do a BBC on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, where will we get our news from? I don't trust it. Well, if you want to yeah, get your yeah, news, no. you can get your news from BuzzFeed News um, because I tend to trust them to not make me angry for no reason. I just think, present the facts, stop... Ch- I, I do like, I do appreciate now that in these current times, people are becoming more aware of subtleties like this. 
But I do think I think this is a mis- this is a big error, and I think they need to they need to speak out on misleading people. Yeah, but they won't. I can't. I I can't imagine them saying anything. To be honest, I feel like they're just gonna now that they've changed the picture, they're just gonna completely brush it under the rug. So, out of order. Yeah, it is out of order. Anyway, enough about publications annoying black people for clicks and views. Let's do season shout out. So season shout out is where Hanifa and I pick out a person in the community that we feel, or, you know, a business that we feel is doing stuff for the community. So Hanifa, who is your season shout out this week? So my season shout out is a young lady called Olivia Farrier. And I believe she's 17 years old. And this is a bit London centric, but I think it's so important um, those of you who aren't in London probably don't realise that under-18s get free bus travel. And it's super important. But since the pandemic, they've decided to scrap that, which means that loads of children aren't going to be able to afford to get on the bus to go to school when school's open and that. Mm-hmm. But Olivia Farrier has started a petition. She's only 17 and she started Don't Zap the Zip. And it's got a hun- oh, like over 160,000 um, signatures. Mm-hmm. So, and she's like really really kick-started this whole thing because it's super important people need their zip cards to get to school travel is expensive as it is Par- if oh, parents yeah. have more than one kid it's like sorry you don't need to add an, an extra hundred pounds a month so your child can get education Literally. so I just think it's really nice to see someone so young be so active and yeah she's doing bits and like I, yeah I love the young activists it is really important. Um, I don't really know what the government is on these days, to be honest. I guess they're just trying to make money back for the time that nobody was going out, but this isn't the way to do it. You know, like, like do a car wash or something. I don't know. Yeah, think of the children. Like, come on. <laughs> Where's somebody, like a please? Very think American. Of think of the children. <laughs> like, when in doubt, you've got to quote Simpsons because it's actually ridiculous. <laughs> But yeah, who's your shout-out? Or what is your Um, shout-out? My shout-out today is Kanan Patan. Um, Kanan Patan is a TikTok influencer, model, Instagram person, YouTuber. But um, And he's also quite young, like yours was. He's 19. Um, He's a very um, good-looking young boy, I will say. Because he's a model, obviously. Um, Okay, (laughs) mum. He's a strapping young man. Um, but recently on Twitter, he was getting dragged for filth um, because he was having fun as a dark-skinned black boy and just doing his thing on TikTok. You know what TikTok is like. A lot of the dances and all that kind of stuff, is, they're quite cringy, but like they're fun to do and we all do them. So he decided to participate in one. And I guess, you know, black Twitter found it and they just shredded him unnecessarily and he recently did a video where he read out the mean tweets that people did to him and it was actually very horrible to watch he said like he cried and all this like he was just like I was just trying to have fun I don't know why people are attacking me so I want him to be my shout out to say I support you doing cringy videos because we all make cringy videos like do you know what like have a good time it's not about you know, being super serious. Nobody's getting Oscars. Trying it's to make TikTok, people smile. Like it's TikTok. You're meant to do weird like not weird stuff, but just like yeah, it's lame. It's not something I'm gonna do in the club or like on the street, but 
you know, you're just having fun with it. So why yeah. are people taking it so seriously? He's 19. He's just like trying to get vibes, but people are making it seem... Yeah, I thought it was unnecessary. People are like, he should delete this. He should never show his face again. And like, what? Like, nah, that's just toxic masculinity talking. For real, like for real, for real. But I think it's like British black Twitter because um, I think it was an American trend. But you know, like Brits, we don't we don't let people get away with. Um, I don't really know what to call it. Being free. <laughs> it's like it's like being carefree. Mm. Um being like sincerely wholesome yeah do you know you don't like it no for some reason <laughs> it's drag or nothing <laughs> yeah but sometimes like big people up yeah you know exactly so i'm bigging him up shout out to you Kanan. doing it for the kids this week oh, <laughs> gen z re- rephrase that <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's a trying, to get, trying to get those younger listeners because yeah. I don't know if they listen to podcasts like that. <laughs> They're too busy on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Um, but yeah, so that's it. It's like one of our shorter episodes, I would say. Because I feel like we've been talking a lot these days. <laughs> I mean, it's too hot to actually do a whole thing. I'm literally sweating. Like in this climate. Like, no. If you have anything to say, or you, I don't know, you have an opinions on that, email us at seasonsessions at buzzfeed.com. And also rate us on Apple Podcasts, because, you know, we like to see those five stars in that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Stay safe. We'll hear you next time. Get that SPF on. It's hot out there. Yeah. Don't go crazy. Sunstroke is a killer. It, yeah. Even <laughs> black people can burn. Black people can burn too. I burn yeah. in leads, guys. <laughs> That's a story for another day. Bye. Bye. Bye.